Are you a software professional looking to make a lasting impact on people and the planet? At General Motors, our vision is a world with zero crashes, zero emissions, and zero congestion. And we need innovative people like you to join us on this journey and challenge the limits of what is possible. From autonomous cars to software-defined vehicles, you'll translate breakthrough technologies like AI into experiences that people love, all while pushing the world forward toward an all-electric future. See how you can shape the future of mobility at careers.gm.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to the Smirconish podcast for independent minds. I want to follow up on a chat that we had yesterday in the third hour of the program. When I look back on the week now concluding, I'm frankly, I think we've had a great week of conversation here this week. And no, I don't say that every week. But when I think back on the issue or the conversation that I've had with you that was most of interest, at the top of my list is not the government shutdown. It's not the Wednesday night Republican debate. It's not the situation at the border. Um, It's AI girlfriends. And I'm not talking Allen Iverson. I'm talking artificial intelligence, AI girlfriends ruining a generation of young men, or so said my guest yesterday. But before I backtrack to that, I want to put it in a larger context because this fits a theme of the program or an ongoing discussion item. And that is that the more connected we are to one another, this is going to sound odd, counterintuitive, the more connected we are to one another, the more polarized And lonely we've actually become. I've talked about this so often in the context of a political divide and polarization, often by referencing a number of authors and the books that they've written that I now see as having a common thread or theme, even if some of them were not written about politics necessarily. Here's an example. Robert Putnam, he wrote, He wrote coming apart in 2012, his focus was on division of the white working class from the white upper class. And you might remember this. Yeah, there's the jacket of that book for those who are watching on YouTube. This was really an important book. And to make his point, he crafted a quiz. Think about the answers to some of these questions. Have you ever walked on a factory floor? Have you ever had a job that caused something to hurt at the end of the day? Do you know who Jimmy Johnson is? But are you thinking NASCAR or football? Murray had a whole series of these questions. And the more yeses you had, here's another one. Since leaving school, have you ever worn a uniform? Do you often eat at Denny's or IHOP? The more yeses you have, good for you. It means that you're connected to ordinary citizens. But if you don't have a lot of yeses, you're probably leading uh, a gated community type existence, literal or figurative. And Murray argued that when the better off are living apart from those less well off on the socioeconomic ladder, that's a bad thing because the less fortunate suffer opportunity loss. Michael, what the hell does this have to do with AI girlfriends? I'll get there. I'll get there. Just wait a second. So there's the Murray book. And then I put that together with Bill Bishop's book, The Big Sort. There it is. There's the jacket. Bishop writes this book and he talks about how 50 years ago we disengaged as a society post-Vietnam 
And then when we came back together as a society, it was now the Internet era. And we were able to sort of cast these narrow lines for our relationships. We weren't all together, you know, at the Moose Lodge or in the Rotary Club or through military service. No, we were sitting back on laptops and we were finding the like-minded, like-minded maybe politically, but also through hobbies and other interests. And all of this built on the analysis of the Harvard political scientist named Robert Putnam, who wrote Bowling Alone. And in Bowling Alone, he talked about the the loss of, of social capital, our extensive social networks, which Putnam said bring together high volumes of trust. And he documented, you know, frankly, the experience of people like my parents and maybe you or your parents or your grandparents in terms of being active in their communities. In my dad's case, it was a Rotary Club, and it was high school football and college football that he refereed. And mom, you know, volunteered for the the VIA, the Village Improvement Association, which was a group of women who fundraised and built a hospital in our town. And yeah, they did belong to the local moose, as I say. Well, Putnam argues that A community's level of social capital is determined by this type of interaction. And when it doesn't exist, we're not helping one another in the same way that Murray argued the same point in his book, Coming Apart. There's a whole body of social science data out there, and and, and much of it very recent. Raj Chetty, who is the uh, the Harvard economist, who said that cross-class friendships— Cross-class friendships are the best predictor of when the less fortunate are going to rise on the socioeconomic ladder. Even even more telling than school quality, family structure, race. It's all crass. It's all class friendships that transcend all those other factors. It's a long-winded way of me saying that I'm worried about our kids. And on top of that comes Jean Twangy when she writes, "I Jen." And she points out that 2012 marked the year when more than half of America, for the first time, now had a cell phone. And that's the precise point where the data suggests that a whole host of mental health issues were first noted among young Americans. This is the Smirconish Podcast from SiriusXM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. The CDC has frightening data. After surveying 17,000 American high school students, 42% of American high school students experience persistent feelings of sadness or hopelessness. How about this? Again, from the CDC. Among our high school girls, 30% said they'd had seriously considered attempting suicide, double the rate of boys, and up 60% from a decade ago. My argument is, and I've made it before, that good things happen. Good things happen when we intermingle and when we have common experience, not when our kids are all in their bedrooms online and creating artificial existences. That's the thread. That's the theme of all of this data, which I, I'm, I'm trying to condense for you because I've got a time constraint. And then more recently, there was a story from the L.A. Times that I put in this category. It was about uh, weak ties. And of all things, it talked about what happens when our supermarkets are now all automatic checkout. And the, the, the problem that this presents, particularly for older Americans, from the L.A. Times, this year, in a stark warning about epidemic levels of loneliness and isolation, the U.S. Surgeon General has dedicated a section of his advisory to the effects of technology on social connection. Two-thirds of Americans said technology has made it harder to meaningfully connect. And nearly 70% said that it led to a decrease in empathy. Having connections such as that which come from supermarket checkout with a live body are what are regarded to as low stakes or weak tie relationships. You, you, you check out and you see a person. You've seen them before. They've seen you before. You might not even know their name unless it's on a, a name tag. But hey, how are you? How are you doing? I mean, I know that many of us, we like the automatic checkout. Right. You just go up. You don't have to have any human activity unless you make a mistake and somebody comes over. But for older folks among us, that's an important part of their day. It's another example of technology taking away human interaction. And then yesterday and then yesterday, Liberty Vittert, the professor from Washington University, in St. Louis, was here to talk about this story that she wrote for The Hill, AI Girlfriends Are Ruining an Entire Generation of Men. Um, in this context that I'm discussing of, of connectivity but less personal relationships, it turns out now that virtual or AI girlfriends are something that many young men are clinging to. With millions of users, apps have created virtual girlfriends that talk to you, love you, allow you to live out your erotic fantasies and learn through data exactly what you like and what you don't like, creating the perfect relationship. We are playing. Do you see how this all fits together now? Do you see how this fits together? Right. 
put that up for the benefit of my YouTube audience. So we've been playing around with this for CNN tomorrow. Yeah, that's the Hill story. No, there you there you go. There you, you see her. That's my AI girlfriend. Yeah, I oh, you, you like the, the look of that body. I think we've called her not body, although she has a nice body, I guess body. So after Liberty Professor Vitter was here yesterday, now I'm checking all of this out and trying to understand. And and what I said to the professor yesterday was, well, OK, they, they can have all this interaction, right? They can have all this interaction. Uh, an AI girlfriend might sound enticing. You get to connect with a super hot girl who listens to you, appreciates you 24-7. Beyond choosing physical attributes down to the size of her rear end, you can pick her personality. You prefer hot and funny and bold? Well, okay, that's what she'll be. Do you want cute, shy, and modest? Okay, we got you covered. And then I said to the professor yesterday, well, okay, not to be prurient, but isn't there one thing that I'm not going to be able to do with my AI girlfriend? And she said to me, no. Because the level of sophistication now is such that you can pair your AI girlfriend with, I mean, I don't know, I guess the equivalent of, of old school, um, a blow-up doll? And put all these pieces together and you've got, a, you've got a, a relationship with something that's fictitious. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. And then today... In the New York Times today, I just saw this after the dis- dispatch of the newsletter. So it's it's not in the newsletter, but there's a story in the New York Times today, a chat GPT with eyes and a voice. 
ChatGPT, viral artificial intelligence sensation, slayer of boring office work, sworn enemy of high school teachers and Hollywood screenwriters alike, is getting some new powers. On Monday, ChatGPT's maker, OpenAI, announced that it was giving the popular chatbot the ability to see, hear, and speak with two new features. It's like, it's like the last thing that young men need. One more thing I, I want you to, to be aware of in terms of how I see all of this together. The, the person who first put on my radar the, the plight of young men was Professor Scott Galloway. And this goes back to December of, I, I guess, coming up uh, in 2023, December. It'll be, it'll be December two years ago. Scott Galloway, who's been a guest of mine on POTUS and, and a guest of mine on SiriusXM, smart guy, huge following among young men. He's the NYU business professor. Professor G is his handle. Best-selling author, serial entrepreneur, smart as a whip, good guy. So December of 2021, when, when Chris Cuomo got fired and I was brought in to host at CNN the uh, 9 p.m. time period for a couple of weeks, it was then that Scott was my guest because I had read something also in The Hill which said that most young men are single, most young women are not. The story reported that as of 2022, Pew Research found that 30% of U.S. adults are neither married, living with a partner, nor engaged in a committed relationship Nearly half of all young men are single. It's like the men are not having relationships and the women are because the women are looking for commitment that the young men are not able to provide. And therefore, they are dating older guys. Win win, I guess, for the women and the older guys, but not for the young men. So Scott Galloway was like on to these issues and I brought him on CNN and I, I want you to hear something. This is just a 30 second clip of yours truly talking to Scott Galloway about this issue. Roll it, Dan. When you have a group of men, the lower half of attractiveness of men and online dating, which has doubled, now it's about half of relationships, and the top 20% of men in terms of attractiveness get about 60% of the interest, you end up with a group of men that are more prone to conspiracy theory, more prone to misogynistic content, more prone to believe, not believe in climate change. So these, this is the American story. If it's written with a pen whose ink is failing young men, does does not end well. This is an existential crisis, failing young men. Scott Galloway telling me there's an existential crisis for young men before we knew that now they can have an artificial intelligence girlfriend. It's a problem, and it's related to polarization, and it's related to loneliness, and it's affecting us all. The more connected we've become the more lonely we've become and the more detached we've become. Sorry to get so heavy at the end of the week, but that's my attempt in, you know, 10 minutes to, to put together all these pieces. The Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Are you a software professional looking to make a lasting impact on people and the planet? 
At General Motors, our vision is a world with zero crashes, zero emissions, and zero congestion. And we need innovative people like you to join us on this journey and challenge the limits of what is possible. From autonomous cars to software-defined vehicles, you'll translate breakthrough technologies like AI into experiences that people love, all while pushing the world forward toward an all-electric future. See how you can shape the future of mobility at careers.gm.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.